0: Coop, <laughs> Listening to the coffee hour, IBA Debates. Today we head to Wittenberg, Germany to get an update on the Old Latin School. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Joining me today, Dr. Wilhelm Weber. He's director of Old Latin School in Wittenberg. Dr. Weber, thanks so much for joining me on the coffee hour today.
1: Oh, Andy, it's a great pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: I always enjoy our time together, our chats, and our updates on what's happening at the Old Latin School in Wittenberg. For our listeners not familiar with this site and this collaborative effort of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and other partners, tell me about the a little a brief history of the Old Latin School and what its intended purpose has been.
1: Yeah, Andy, that's a. It's been eight years now that the Old Latin School opened formally. Mm-hmm. We started in May. So we just had our 8th birth, birthday, and uh, since then, it's gone through ups and downs. The great story was the Reformation Festival 500 anniversary. And then, of course, we flopped right back with Corona. And now it's the war going on, which is the big story, and also for us, because of the Ukrainian refugees in our house. So that really has been a topsy-turvy ride. But it's very exciting, and we are very glad that we are still on top of it.
0: It was about a year ago, I believe, that we spoke. And at that time, the old Latin school was starting to increase in visitor activity. Tell us, uh, how has visitor activity, have you had more visitors in the past year? And, and that was, we were a few months into, I think the, U- the war in Ukraine had begun around February, I believe. So I think we spoke in May. So in and that there were some people already coming to Wittenberg at that point. Have you seen increased visitors to the old Latin school?
1: Yes. You know, the river cruises were up and running again because the river, which had been quite low, was nice and full. We had some rains up in Czechoslovakia, and so that came down nicely and the river was full for the big river boat tours, which bring in about two hundred guests on a daily basis. That's quite a lot of visitors. But we also had some new bu- bus tours coming through. Last Sunday, we, uh, last Saturday, Brian Wolfmüller and uh, Carl Fikenscher from Fort Wayne visited with 90 LCMS members, which was a really full house for us. And they, they came here when everybody was celebrating Luther's wedding anniversary. So we had not just a full house, but a full town. It really was vibrant and very exciting for everyone involved.
0: So certainly tourism and visits have have increased. How has the the war in Ukraine impacted life at the old Latin school? And with the number of, of Ukrainian refugees coming to Wittenberg, how has that impacted the old Latin school?
1: You know, it's had a big impact. Uh, Andy there. So this is a this is a ongoing story and for a large part it's very, very sad, really. If you get to know the people who are affected, you know, they are just come in again for the language classes uh, next door in the foyer here, just before you get into the chapel. And I see them and then I know these people already. You know, they are very different kinds of family dramas involving evolving there. You know, some have lost their homes right at the beginning of the war. Some now have lost them through the flooding which happened last week of that big Karkovka dam. And so these kinds of stories just continue. We have inhabitants in the old Latin school who have brothers and close family fighting in the war. So they are very anxious on a daily basis, even as they go about their business here. It is a story which has impacted the old Latin stool- school in the same in the way that Our house is now full with refugees. That's our main focus presently. We've got 30 people. All the rooms are booked. And we really have not just those living here, but even outsiders coming to do language classes as they struggle to find their feet here far away from home. And uh, it's also our chapel on Sundays. We've got Ukrainian services in the Byzantine Rite being led it's a full house for those as well again. And uh, so that really has changed our focus because we obviously can't give other courses and we can't have regular day guests or week visitors or something like that. We just have to focus on this story now.
0: mm mm-hmm. hmm. So you have many guests staying at the old Latin school, over thirty, you said staying at the Yes, old
1: Latin Ukrainians, school. they are families they We have got two pastor families because of their calling. They are exempt from the war duties. and we've got a father with four little children. That's why he doesn't have to go and fight. He just tells me about his brother who is very active in the army. And then we've got other ladies here. Trampushi, she's our organist. And there we have several old people who stay here because they got out. And others who have already moved on again and making room for others. So it's it's a varied crowd, but it's mainly women and children. And they fill up those rooms which normally are for day or week visitors, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. earlier you mentioned that one of the ways the old latin school is serving the refugees who are there are through language classes tell me about the language classes are they learning german are they learning english what are the languages they're
1: studying there yeah that's a you know in germany most things still go on in german it, it, it's not as english as you might expect especially the here in the eastern parts of germany the people know russian but don't know much English. So if you want to do get into the business world here or just get a normal job, you have to know some German to get around because people just don't cope with English. That is just not enough. We've got people who are like Natalia Zubryczka. She's English language school owner. She actually runs the, that business in Kiev. She's in our house and she's actually doing a marvelous job at translating everything so we can communicate. But they have, normally they don't have any German knowledge and we don't have any Ukrainian knowledge. I don't even know Russian. And so they need to learn German also to fit into society here. And the courses which we offer are offered by my wife. She is a professional language teacher. She has all her life taught German as second language, DRF, Deutsch als Fremdsprache. And she does that uh, now for the Ukrainians. She's a full-time teacher, so her classes are only in the afternoon. In the morning, she does that and people, our Ukrainians, go and join the integration course, which is offered by the city and town for the purpose of getting them used to, make them streetwise here in Germany. But this German class is very good for them because not only do they socialize amongst themselves, but they also just get some professional German tuition on a, a very personal basis. They are about 20 students, and it's not just the Ukrainians. We've had students from Tanzania. Presently, we've got a guy Masaki from Japan. He's the brother of Professor Naomi Masaki from Fort Wayne, and he. And then we've got students, college students from the States, who do German. Like, and they want to see how things work here. One guy from Princeton, one guy from St. Louis. So it's a, it's a mixed bunch, and they all come and listen. There's another guy from Madagascar. So they all sit in, and they have regular classes five days a week. And they learn that with my wife in the afternoons. And then on in the weekends, Natalia Zubritska teaches some of the Ukrainian children English. mm mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So it's a, a very busy place, and I know that there is even more activity going on there. We'll learn more about that in a minute. I, I'm curious, just with having so many people and so many activities happening at the Old Latin School, has it been challenging w- having a full house? What are some of the challenges you face having a full house?
1: Yeah. You know, Andy, the, the thing is just for them to have a, a quiet space. Everything is f- full, busy. And the common room, where we've got a place for normally for study and a sort of a library, is used as a kitchen. From mornings, they they start cooking at five because the various families go one after each other. The the the, the kitchen is not suited for cooking for thirty people, so they do this in steps. Pastor Vatim stops at he eats at ten o'clock, so they start off at five, and then he finishes the breakfast round at around ten. So you can see that just continues, you know, then you have lunch and then you have supper. So a challenge for us really is finding some quiet space. And that's why we've really tried to get the cellar nice and dry and fixed up a bit. And so not just for washing machine space so that they can do more washing, but also so that they can just withdraw and have a place where they can sit alone, have a smoke perhaps or... You know, just relax without always having to contend with a full room of noisy people.
0: We have more to learn about what's happening at the Old Latin School in Wittenberg in just a moment. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. (laughs) Dun-dun. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Today we're chatting with Dr. Wilhelm Weber. He's director of Old Latin School in Wittenberg in Germany. And the the influx of Ukrainian refugees to Wittenberg has certainly had its impact on the community. And the community has been very welcoming, including Old Latin School, who's welcomed nearly 30 uh, refugees to, to stay at the Old Latin School. Now, earlier you mentioned that language school or language classes are happening. And you also mentioned that the Ukrainian refugees have an opportunity to hear hear God's word in Ukrainian, in their language. Tell us more about that.
1: Yeah, that's very good for our house, you know, because uh, it's we have got about a thousand Ukrainian refugees living in town and uh, about 11,000 in Leipzig. So there's lots of people who come in here, visit their 30 or so friends who will live in the old Latin school. But on weekends, there's Olga she does film shows for Christian films, she runs those Saturday afternoons. They have, in the mornings, they have choir practice. And so the Ukrainians who really are very musical in very cultural, not only remembering their poets and also their heroes, but also their music and their dances. They have choir practice with older people, but also have the children join in with instruments, with flutes and guitars, and all accompanied by the organ and the piano. And so these musical instruments are all uh, focusing on getting them uh, singing the hymns for the Sunday and also the liturgy. That's always done on Saturday mornings. During the week, Pastor Honcho uh, does confirmation classes, and he has Bible studies on Wednesday evenings. And so people come in here They often after the language course, which lasts from half past four to about six o'clock, they then go up and have a supper together, and then they join around Bible classes. They have very different kinds of occupation during the day. We've, gone, we've got veterinarian guy, we've got a chemist, we've got people who do teaching and other, even menial labor, etc. And so... They all come together, and then they join in their home language, studying God's Word and Luther's teaching. And that's really something very special. That You can see that with it goes throughout all the ages. I love it, especially if the young guys come in from school. You have these school kids, young youth members coming in, walking in here. And so it's a vibrant crowd.
0: Why is it important for them to be able to carry on not just the, the important cultural things at, during this time of crisis, but also to be able to hear God's word, especially in their own language, in their first language, during this time of crisis?
1: Yeah, you know, and you can, you can imagine that their, their German knowledge is just too poor. It's often, is too little to even communicate basic stuff with speed. So now... Touching those things which really are meaningful to yourself, you're uh, addressing your own fears and your own hopes, really needs you to do that in your own language. There's there's no question in my mind that it is absolutely vital. And then also some of these people like Sasha, who I've mentioned before, he with four children, he and his wife are now, he's he's busy with his little children uh, all day. He's not got much chance to learn German. So he's he's up and ready to go back and return to Ukraine this summer. Even though the war is still ongoing and really things are not looking too good, that side, still he has decided, no, it's, it's just too bad to miss all the family, etc. And he wants this familiarity around himself. It's not easy for him as a refugee in a strange country always just to sort of hang in there and not really be at home. I, and, and I imagine we can't even hard imagine how it is, how difficult it is for them really to feel at home. You know, they feel safe, yes, but it is not home. He misses his parents, he misses his siblings, and he misses just the familiarity of doing the business back home. So yeah, that shows that also the the, 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 the church part of it Hearing God's Word, His promises in all life situations, uh, praising Him and praying to Him in in words which you can understand is just fundamental to us as Lutherans who who don't do their services in Latin or in Greek or Hebrew, but rarely do it in our mother tongue. And that's that's one of those things which touches our hearts at a very basic level. And I think they appreciate very much that they have that opportunity in the old Latin school. Caring for
0: your neighbors in this way, with housing and opportunities to, to grow and develop and to carry on the important cultural things and to hear God's word, all takes time and resources. Who have been your partners in this ministry that to, to your, your neighbors in need?
1: Yeah, that's been mainly the LCMS with the mission department here for Eurasia. James Krikova was very quick to realize that this needs an official address. President Harrison was very supportive all the time, also looking now for means and ways to help make this support go on, because we can see it's not just about the Ukrainians. Now the war, this situation of migrants and refugees is an ongoing story. We know that Germany has really got a number of big congregations in this way, Lutheran congregations, one with Gottfried Martens in Berlin, the missionary of Christian Chiefs in Hamburg. They're also doing that amongst Persians there in a very solid uh, and meaningful way, uh, really reaching out to the people where it means most to them. And we have got the space here in Wittenberg. We've got the facility, you know, normally... Pastor Thief, they've got a church and a congregation, but they don't really have room for the people. So it's always ad hoc, etc. But here in Wittenberg, we actually have got living space and that makes it very special as a mission center. And we are very grateful for the LCMS to support this in such an ongoing way that these works of mercy can continue. There's also local help. People are very ready to help. I I don't know if I've said it last time already. There's a teacher at my wife's school who has taken it on herself to take uh, on the issue of transport. She uh, provides all Ukrainians with bicycles. And that's quite something. She does that. So outside the old Latin school, we look like a bicycle shop. You know, there are about 30 bicycles there. And that is just a, a marvelous gift. From this lady, this teacher who has made it her mission to provide Ukrainians with bicycles. And so, in, in a similar way, today the Sasha walked in with a watermelon again. He goes to a place which they called the Table Tafel. And that, that's, you find that in various towns in Germany where needy people find an opportunity to find food. Vegetables fruit it's all fresh and it's all in a good condition and it's all for very reasonable price, if not for nothing and they can it really helps them move along, so we are very grateful for that, and our people and you can see they they cook then what is seasonal at that time. you can smell these Ukrainian foods, which makes this very special for me. I always think what is it today fish or cabbage or whatever yeah. So,
0: for you, you mentioned earlier you don't know Ukrainian or Russian. What has been a learning? What are some of the things that you've been learning through this experience in caring for and serving your neighbor?
1: You know, the great, the, the what, what for me is astonishing is they they go through such hardship, really, but they are so grateful. They take nothing for granted. They are so. Overflowing with gratefulness, it, it, it puts me to shame. You know, really, they all the time they try to put up a happy face, uh, which must be difficult on its own. But they also try to make a difference on their own, cleaning the town now and then. They do those things. They offer these hymn festivals and poet readings. They try to tell the Wittenberg see. We've also got something to share with you. So that is something which I find really astonishing how these people try to make a difference and they really go out of their way to help Germans realize that they don't take this at least bit for granted, but really are very, very grateful. And that for me is something very moving.
0: What do you anticipate for the foreseeable future for our our friends at the Old Latin School and the, the guests who will be visiting the Old Latin School?
1: Yeah. I I think the old Latin school hopefully will be even better at providing not just living space but real home and safe space for people in need like the Ukrainians now. I am very grateful that Missouri has not extended the stay of the Ukrainians. You know, at first it was supposed to last for a year, now we are into this for more than two years already. And so these people really are stuck in, in, in a, in a, in a they have got no control of this, and it, it, it is very good, in my view, that they have not to worry, where will I be tomorrow, because I have to move out. That's the one thing. The other thing is, I, I do believe that we will see them moving on, not just back home, but also into their own houses, as they get jobs and fit into the local society more and more, they will seek their own privacy and make space for other people who need it even more. So, But I think we at the Old Latin School will probably be able to see how can we reach out to other people who still follow up and who need space like that. So it would be like a place where you get to find a foothold and get a chance to make yourself at home in Germany. I think also that visitors will continue to come in. The Ukrainians are very eager to share not just their services, but also their singing, etc., with everybody who comes in. There are a lot of friendly faces, and it shows that the old Latin school is alive. There are children living here. There are young people living here. There are people going in and out. Also, the older people feel at home. So it it shows it's it's a vibrant place. It's not just the old museum where which is closed most of the day, but it is pulsating with life. And that is something very special. And then if people get to know it better, they see that these people are all driven by the same faith. And I think that is something which is vital for Wittenberg, that these people, they see, they actually have a vibrant faith. And that is something which most Wittenbergers just see in others. And so that is something which goes out and is an opportunity to say, see, this is what life is really about. And even though we go through Death's Dark Vale, we still are very grateful because we know we will remain in the house of the Lord for always, you know. And that, that is a place where we have found our refuge here. And it is thanks to the work of Missouri that we can have that. We are inviting you to also give praises for that.
0: My guest today, Dr. Wilhelm Weber, Director of Old Latin School in Wittenberg. Thank you so much, Dr. Weber, for being my guest and providing a great update for us on the Old Latin School today.
1: Andy, it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.